Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 29th of September 2021. This is The Gap, episode 585. I'm Luke Laurie. Job, you got anything to say? Uh, yeah. I no, guess let's roll on through. All right. That's something <laughs> yeah. to say. If, if I burp into the mic, yeah. right, Luke's like, never, don't worry about it. We will continue, right? Yeah, because like, I'm an editing and- master beg and and scrape and borrow to get him to start this fucking podcast again right we were but, like two and a half hours in and i was like all right we'll do it we'll start again because of the burp at the beginning but if lee <laughs> can't work out what fucking day it is he'll be like oh we better do that again i said tuesday but it's actually wednesday yeah. fucking every goddamn when did time. that ever happen that was it's like six years 500 ago. fucking times it's happened 500 <laughs> times yeah Anyway. Ah, oh, hey, uh, basketball's back next week. Ooh. Got my league pass Pre-season basketball. Got my league pass subscription. All right. Did it just renew for you or yes, did you get did. a new subscription? Okay, I need to get a new subscription. Oh, yeah. So this will be fun. This will be fun. You can find yeah. out the new best place to get it from. Mm. Canada is still pretty good, FYI. Yeah, I thought... Well, so... Here's a question. I guess we'll figure it out. But are they VPN blocking that stuff now? Because last year I was having problems in the US connecting through a VPN in Sydney mm. with it. It wouldn't let me. Well, that's why I let it auto refresh yeah. the sub so that I didn't have to find that out. Because right. I, I didn't want didn't to ask that question. Although, if it didn't work, I just wouldn't use the sub. What's crazy is like the cost, but you can only have one connection at a time. That's fucking bananas, right? Because mm. it's like about the price of Netflix, but you can only have one fucking person logged in at once. Yeah. But you can have six people logged into fucking Netflix. Yeah. It's not the it's not the price of Netflix because like League Pass, the normal price is like $500 a fucking season. <laughs> If you buy it normally, if you pay Canadian, it's about the price of Netflix. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you play Canadian, it's it's much cheaper. Yes, you could play like Indian money, yeah. and uh, it's it's nothing. It's like twenty bucks for the whole thing. Very Just handing it out over there. Yep. I think they give you money to watch basketball. <laughs> um, anyway, so that should be exciting. Looking forward to the sports ball coming back. Yep. See how many of them were uh, faxed. Not Kyrie. No. The world's Why biggest fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> who else isn't vaxxed? Who else is a giant fucking idiot? Uh, the guy that just got a lot of money. Michael Porter uh, Jr. Oh, right? MPJ? <laughs> Why? How did they sign him? I don't understand, man. What the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. well, that's going to be good. Uh, he won't be any use when you go to Toronto or Golden State. Or LA, or the other LA, or you'll be fine in Texas. You'll be fine in Texas. Hey, <laughs> look out, Dallas! It's <laughs> fucking o- coming, baby. Orlando, Houston. <laughs> um, you just stay in the middle. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, don't worry about. It. I look, I don't think you'd have to worry about the Warriors or the Lakers or the Clippers making it to the playoffs anyway, right? Like they don't really yeah. have much of a team this year, so. You probably dodge them. Um, yeah. Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's in the same problem, uh, same spot because Kyrie, you know, 
Um, but yeah, no, dumb shit, just dumb shit. Like, even if, even if I had brain worms, right? Even if I had brain worms and I was like, oh yeah, mm. uh, I don't want Bill Gates to put his 5G in me. I don't fucking think so. No, thank you. Right? If they were like, what if we gave you $300,000 per game of basketball, would you inject yourself with 5G then? And I'd be like, yes. I would have, you didn't have to say per game of basketball. I would have done it for $300,000 flat. Like, <laughs> yeah. But some of these guys are like, no. No. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, chum. I would rather be poor. Um, I'm all Apple over here, baby. I came from the dirt and I will return to the dirt without any of your fucking 5G. Thank you very much. Uh, mm. Yeah. Like, weird. Just dumb. Just dumb. I'm, I'm double vaxxed now. Got my second vax nice. on Saturday. No adverse effects. As far as I could tell, my arm hurts. Like, it's still a little tender. Mm. Uh, and on Monday night, it got to like 8.30. And I was like, yep, I think it's bedtime. And I went, and I went to sleep. <laughs> like, like 8.30 at night. And I'm like, oh, God. Maybe maybe the vax, the second vax made me a little tired. Or, well, I guess this is growing up. And I'm now I'm just old. This is just yeah. being fucking old. I'm like, <laughs> and you oh, got up at four o'clock? I did get up really early, so yeah, <laughs> I do get up at five thirty now. So that's just yeah. been that's like that's 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 just it. That's it, it just keeps getting earlier, right? My mm. my wake up time. I always I distinctly remember getting mad at my dad because he would get up at fucking four thirty, and now. I'm just like, I could see yeah. how it happened. You just get up. You get a up at 4.30 early. and you're like, I'll be in my shed if you need me. Yeah, I'll be yeah, yeah. Hey, it's time to mow. It's time to fucking mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Don't have any grass, but no, the carpet no, will do. I'm going to kick off the fucking <laughs> lawnmower anyway. And if Job comes out to complain, well, I'll make him mow the lawn. Uh, so that was it, right? You couldn't complain mm. about dad mowing the lawn too early. Because then he'd just make you mow the lawn. It was he had like he was he was playing sixty chess. Yeah, this fucking brutalized. But it is the best time to mow the lawn. Four thirty. The sun's not out, so it's not really hot. Right. Wake like get to wake up to that nice freshly cut grass smell. The dew yep. mixes with it. You know the water and the, the dew. D-E-W, you fucking ah. heinous dog. Uh, and, yeah, like... It's pretty the nice. Mountain Jew. Of course. And then you roll on down to the bakery, and you... Oh, you're drinking it. <laughs> Look out. Out of a wine glass, aren't you fucking fancy? No, that's a normal glass. Sure it is. Look what at it. What are you talking about? There's Look no- at it. Look at that fucking... No, it, it's a stemless wine glass. That's absolutely a thing. Look up stemless wine glass and it'll be a picture of that fucking cup, mate. Stemless wine. Look, it came up. It, I put I put stemless W okay. and it finished with stemless wine glass. Because it's, it's listening to you. You literally have a microphone in front of you. Look at this and it shit. Knows. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. It's $30 for a pack of six stemless wine glasses. 
Look at them. That's those are stemless wine glasses, my friend. Yep. Anyway, uh, watch. I'll say stemless apples, and I'll type in oh, go that, on, and we'll go see on, what Go on. <laughs> yep. I I just don't believe it's going to happen. Like, first of all, what the fuck is a stemless apple? I think you stuck it's on apple that. without stems in it. What apple has a stem in it? The little, the little black bit, the brown bit that it hangs from the the tree. That shit gets knocked <laughs> off in the fucking processing. I'm not eating no goddamn stemmed apple. Get that shit out of here. Like, how much does that cost, right? You're paying for apples by the kilo, right? You got to go in when you get your apples. You plop those fucking things off. It's like but buying grapes on the fucking vine, right? Get the fuck out of here. How much am I paying for the vine? Plop those little grapes off. Saving money, baby. Leave the fine. Just (laughs) sitting there. (laughs) This is. We should change. We're we're no like no more fucking games podcast. We're a saving life hacks. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh, Anyway, video games. Hey. Yeah. Got a really good GeForce Now update. Mm. It's actually sort of tied to something else we did this week. Video games. Video games, yes. Um, GeForce Now, I uh, I went to uh, install it on my Surface as I was going to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when we were playing, we played some Among Us on Friday night, and uh, yeah, my wife was playing on the Surface, and it seems that installing Windows Eleven on my Surface Pro Four has really fucked my Surface Pro 4. It is not having a good time. Uh, it was a real struggle town with the old uh, Among Us. So, um, uh, yeah, I have to remove Windows 11 before I try out GeForce now because I feel like all I'll be doing is giving it a bad run if I, uh, yeah. if I just put it on a Windows 11 version of the machine. So uh, I haven't done it yet because uh, I only just got around to fucking working out how to remove Windows 11. It's actually not that difficult um, to do because it is just a beta and they, they've sort of anticipated that people might want to roll that shit back. But it is effort and uh, I didn't want to do it. So mm. that's my GeForce Now update. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, right. So that's a that's a uh, it's what like a six, set six or seven year old Laptop. surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did the pros yeah. walk out? Like I don't know. They're up to like eight, aren't they now? Or? They are. That's coming out in oh. November, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. So it is an old, uh, old. Older machine, but uh, it's it's. I guess it well. depends on what you want them for, right? Well with Windows Ten, like it's always it's done well. It's four years old. Your kid, which is not really old, right? I've oh, got no. my no. It's six years old, right? Thank fuck. Whew. Yeah, six years. Six old. years old. Yeah, yeah. Still, like I've got my um Galaxy Tab S. Mm. Um, when did like. They've been out for a while. Those things, yeah. not like not like the the. I think it's the first one that came out. Right. Um, 
and I don't use it other than like if I'm going on a trip somewhere and I need something portable yep. like and usually like if I was going to that doesn't happen much anymore but <laughs> like back in the day if I was going on a, a press trip or something like that I would take it with me and use it to take notes or like uh, I, I'd I'd have something that I could at least type on that was kind of lightweight and small. Mm. Um, and then I'd use it as primarily these days, all I use it for is reading comics because the screen yeah. is awesome on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really nice size. And so I've got a, uh, I've got a Marvel unlimited subscription yep. and um, that is pretty much all I use it for. It's like my wife just got a new um, surface pro mm. and she gave me her old surface pro. I don't know what version it is, but, I guess I'll change stuff over to that. But even then, like I tried getting, uh, is it Bluestack that sort of converts um, Android apps and it still didn't feel like there's a lot of screwing around trying to get, because Marvel Unlimited doesn't have, I don't think, like well, a Windows I, I, app. I, I wouldn't leave the tablet to be honest. I, I'd yeah. stick with, I've got a tab A uh, and I only use it for like a 2018 tab A. It's got like fucking two gig of RAM or something. It takes like fucking 15 minutes to fucking turn on. Mm. Uh, like another five minutes to load up the fucking comic, whichever comic book app I'm reading from. But uh, once it's in, it's good. It's good at fucking mm. just switching pages and doing whatever. But it's such a fucking ball like before that. But it doesn't really matter because it's still a really good fucking... Like I, don't, I didn't like reading comics on my surface um i just don't like it as a as a platform for doing that i just don't think it really serves that function as a super lightweight uh like really easy to use laptop i think it's fantastic and the the ability to remove the keyboard is fucking phenomenal for like as to use it as a portable media device but as a comic book reader, it's fucking, it's not, not very good. Doesn't really do it. Yeah. Um, not fit for purpose. But uh, yeah. Uh, we bought, we we pre-ordered a new Surface though, because um, hmm. my wife had such a a, a bad time on the <laughs> on the weekend. So uh, yeah. We've we've gone for another one. She wants to use it for work stuff and stuff as well. But uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be good. I'll probably keep the. What, what does it do? One. What's what's new about it? Give us a rundown. Uh, like nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's a new laptop. <laughs> it's a new fucking surface. Yeah. Um, nah, shitload of fucking RAM. A, a good processor. It's Intel, which is obviously bad because obviously AMD processors are better. But uh, everyone just knows that. But um. Yeah, more RAM. I think my fucking Surface uh, 4 has like 8 gig or something. This thing's got 16. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's just a better machine. It'll fucking... It, there's no way of fucking... Like, 8 gigs should have been enough for Among Us. It's just putting fucking Windows 11 on it. has clearly weighed it down too much. But yeah. yeah. Should we Unix on it? That would have sorted it out. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, let's talk about some games. 
because we uh, still haven't started. Um, I, I, well, I got a, there's another game <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. Sure. That I haven't played. Uh, Lemniscate uh, is out on uh, the game store as of today. And uh, I jumped in to check it out. But sadly, uh, very sadly, it is basically unplayable. It's a multiplayer game that is more uh, strategy than it is shooter. But it's uh, it's framed as a first-person shooter. Uh, just unfortunately... Uh, well, not unfortunately. Like, uh, like as, as a... Like, unfortunately, I can't get any fucking games going. So it's a multiplayer in the game. I can't get any... I've literally spent 30 hours queuing... Uh, 30 hours, 30 minutes queuing, and I haven't been able to get a fucking game going. Um, it's a really interesting idea, though. I've played through the fucking tutorial. I've played some, uh, like, bot matches, and I really like the sort of... It's it's a bit of a chess match, right? You I, Like, if you and I were playing, you would go, you would play, you get 25 seconds to do something, and then I get to go. And I can... I can go and shoot you, right? Uh, but then... You go again... And you can then go and shoot me, shoot the me that was shooting you, right? So you like, let's say there's five turns apiece, right? You get five guys, I get five guys. My first guy shoots your first I guy. I <laughs> uh, Your second guy shoots my first guy, right? And that means your first guy never dies. And so whatever your first guy was doing, they actually accomplished their objective. They like everything they did actually like happens. Happens. And so you've got to sort of think through the consequences of all those actions. You can take out the person that you're like you can you can play the player or you can play the objective, but you've got to like keep in your mind this uh yeah, this mental note that whatever you do, it it can be undone. Uh, I do. It sort of makes me wonder whether or not the like the player who goes second will ultimately always have the advantage. I don't know how you dismantle like take away that advantage, but obviously, if I could ever play a fucking multiplayer game of the thing, I'd be better like better equipped to determine. That my gut says, if you go second, there's no reason why you couldn't undo everything the other team does by using the sniper to just fucking blap everyone on the other team. Because uh, there's like a one shot sniper. There's like there's a hero shooter in this crazy first person chess game. There's a hero shooter element, and every all five year dudes agents has different abilities and stuff and so you got to keep that in mind as well and keep in mind like what they've used and stuff like that there's a lot of there's a lot of depth there i don't know if it fucking works mm-hmm. um but i'm intrigued to find out it looks nice it's i having spent 30 minutes waiting in queues uh i've i've had like i've taken my fucking headphones off yeah, it seems to be running my fucking computer pretty ragged. Like it's 
the fans are fucking blasting. Blasting louder than another game I've been playing that I can't talk about. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, maybe it's not well optimized, or maybe something's broken with it. I mean, it is the fucking Windows the frame rate uncapped or something on the menu. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> Your I PC's should've... like, I can do it. Ten thousand frames. You'll get ten. You want ten thousand? I'll give you ten thousand. Um, so wait, hold up. What is what is going on then? If it's a two play, a two player multiplayer battle arena and you're waiting 30 minutes to get a game what's happening there that sounds like something's not working that's it right like it like because it's a game pass game i'm wondering if the windows store has fucked something up or something um because it's I, I th- it came out on something else as well it might it might be on steam or it might be on fucking yeah it is on steam um so i mean this came out a while back right uh oh no sorry this came out on uh like it. no didn't you play it for a, a game demo you've talked about this before right have i talked about this one i feel like you have well something because i, I know the concept or was it something that was extremely similar right like i because i remember talking about something like it as well but yeah i can't like something called time shift or something yeah no that was it wasn't lemnus gate but it's like exactly the same concept as this um quantum league was it quantum Hmm. league maybe quantum league looks like it yeah it looks like quantum league was the one i was yeah um I didn't love Quantum League. If I You're right. It is Quantum League. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay. I didn't really like the execution of Quantum League, but um, yeah. Luminous Gate is only out today. It is on Steam. I can't see how many people are playing on Steam. Steam mm. charts won't let me, unfortunately. Uh, I but, think it's probably too new. Yeah. Yeah, it usually needs a little bit of time. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like something must be fucked or something here. Um it's weird right uh very strange yeah like just to to not get a game going at all um if i'm i'm just briefly reading and it seems like (laughs) yeah it seems like there's no cross play at the moment cross play is broken Mm. and usually that means cross support's broken as well so yeah but yeah Right. Um, matchmaking issues and making it fucked and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. give it another try in a couple of days. I'll, yeah, I'll give it another run. You should. You got fucking Game Pass. Grab it and we can fucking go head to head. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, a little busy this week. All right. <laughs> and, and probably next week. All right. All right. All right. Um, yeah, out. very true. We can't talk about why, but. Um, Hey, it's the, the the season's kicking off. It's beginning, um, and stuff will be coming down the line, I guess, which is exciting. Uh, so we'll have more to, more exciting, like bigger bigger games. Not necessarily more exciting. There's some exciting games to talk about, um, but bigger games to talk about, which is cool. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. Um, let's keep going here. We got Battlefield Five. You've been playing a bunch of this still. Uh yeah. I was playing it earlier this week. Uh, me and Nate teaming up. Uh, just having some fucking Belton times with the Fliegerfaust taking down planes. Uh, if you've got two people with the Flieger, like if if everyone's running assaults, right? Two people with the Flieger can kill any plane, uh, and you don't uh need necessarily need to be like swapping to a, a rocket launcher if uh mm. if they've if they've got tanks on the field because you've still got the fucking lunge mine and the anti tank grenade bundle. So, uh, yeah, we'd flieger up a fucking plane, flieger, flieger down a plane or two, and then switch to the lunge, go lunge a uh, tank to death. And it got to the, it legit got to, we're playing Wake Island. And uh, we were, um, the, must have been the Japanese, because we started on the island. Uh, we were Japanese, we started on island, we were, went to the A, A location, and at one point, uh, one of the fucking pilots who we'd shot down for, I don't know, the fucking 40th time, most of them just stopped coming there, right? But at one point, one of them was like, just stop going to A. To Like he said in all chat, I assume he meant in team chat, but he said, just stop going to A. Uh, and uh, he was it, he meant because we we legit, destroyed everything that they threw at it like it's i think the cooldown on ammo replenishment might be a little bit too short really because uh, it was way too easy to just re-up like even if you miss with the flieger you can re-up and just pop again uh another six fucking shots out um and you can get your lunge back and stuff like that but yeah we're just like barely even switch to the fucking rifle we're just fucking murdering vehicles it was fucking awesome that's that's the good shit that's fucking battlefield baby none of this fucking battlefield 4 sitting there with a fucking um like guided missile launcher waiting for it to lock on and then watching as the fucking jet powers its way out of distance re-ups its fucking infinite flares and then just does another fucking bombing run before you can do anything about it. None of that shit. You just fucking... You can straight up kill every fucking... One person can kill any plane in that game if they hit it with two fucking fleers uh, on the fucking mm. engine. So there's, like, a skill shot. Like, the guy that missed... Like, oh, yeah, but anyone can do it with a fucking bazooka in Battlefield 4. Fuck that shit, man. Like... The Flieger is actually designed to work. This, like, you can actually fucking aim that shit. The Bazooka is a fucking flick shot that probably doesn't work. Like, there's a direct curve. Like, there's all this shit that you have to account for. Flieger is literally just fucking tubes of rockets. A swarm of fucking bees. Um, yeah. Just, I really hope that they rec remember that philosophy when we roll into Battlefield 2042, when the open beta begins. When is that? I think we know now. It's in the news, Job, next week. Ah, uh, next week. Well, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, just having some fun in Battlefield 4, 5. Um, 
One? Battlefield 1? Battlefield 5. Oh, 5, not 1. Not 1. 2042? Not 2042. Look, I don't know. Battlefield V. Battlefield V. Yeah. But anyway. Cool. Um, All right, Call of Duty Vanguard. This is something you played last week and forgot to talk about. Forgot to talk about it. I pushed it from my mind. Because I didn't have a very good time. Uh, Yeah, Vanguard. Um, Downloaded the fucking beta, jumped in. Uh, That game's fucked. That game is fucked. It needs so much work. Uh, Specifically, specifically and pointedly in the realm of fucking sound design, this is the worst Call of Duty for sound design I have experienced in years maybe ever maybe ever something like it's bad enough that part of me wonders if something's broken because it was so off man you couldn't hear anything until they were basically on top of you and it's just not supposed to work that way uh like call of duty is designed around that sort of information and i think traditionally call of, most call of duties have been pretty good at it right uh but over the last couple of years i feel like they've been getting worse like the sound design in those games uh used to be probably like second best second best in class right uh, only beaten by the ridiculous sound of Battlefield. Um, but now, like, it's out of control, man. Uh, and, yeah, you you were constantly... And it didn't, like... So the sound actually exacerbated what were otherwise pretty typical COD issues, right? So uh, the maps... So it's a, it's a, it's a World War II shooter... Right, which I already don't really, I don't really agree with. I don't think they should have gone back to World War II. Um, I don't really feel like it's the fucking the time for it. Right? It's like, haven't you just been playing Battlefield Five for as a, as a as a fucking <laughs> stopgap for so I can play fucking Battlefield twenty forty two next week? Um, yeah, to tide me over until I can play Battlefield twenty forty two. We are in the modern session i i i remember saying i thought battlefield 5 going world war 2 was a mistake i don't think we're back there yet man like i don't think like we are i think we're still on the modern warfare tip and yeah i don't think fan cards made a, a good choice in doing that but uh the like the spawns are terrible and they've always been terrible in call of duty they have never worked out well it's gotten to the point now where i believe that bad spawns are a fucking are a feature not a bug uh type deal right where they're like well yeah so you that just means that you can die from anywhere and that ups the intensity and you you've got to be fucking alert at all times and stuff like that but all it does to me is is make me annoyed uh because someone spawn like you can literally watch the fucking kill cam watch them spawn in behind you and then murder you which is just fucking ridiculous. They're like, 
bad. Bad in Vanguard. They were quite bad in Vanguard, um, which is not good. You know, obviously, bad's not good. Uh, but, like, that exacerbated, like, that and the fucking sound issues just mm. fucking ramped one another up. It made the fucking bad spawns worse. It made the fucking sound issues worse. And so, you like, you couldn't even hear when someone had spawned behind you, which at least you could do before if you had, like, if you were paying enough attention. Now you can't even fucking do that, man. And, like, I don't know, this fucking habit of just gravitating towards TDM, I just... I don't. I don't want to play. I don't want to play Call of Duty multiplayer anymore. I don't want to play Call of Duty multiplayer anymore, and I don't want to play games with people who do, because they don't play games the way I want to play games. Right? And it's not like that's not like a value judgment on the people who want to play team deathmatch in Call of Duty. Right? I'm not saying they're bad people, or they're bad players, or they're dumb or anything like that. Right? They want to play a game that I don't want to play. I want to play the objective. I want to be rewarded for playing the objective. They're going back to fucking kill streaks again in Vanguard, which is just insanity. I do not understand why they refuse to do score streaks. Score streaks are objectively better, right? Because that it's score streaks, right? At least reward the dickwads like me who insist on playing the fucking objective, right? At least we get something out of it. Right, but kill streaks only people who play who who hunt kills, who camp, who do those kinds of things get rewarded with kill streaks. Score streaks just like everyone wins with a score streak. I do not understand why they won't go back to them. I can't like I at least with the fucking the spawn thing, right? There's a cynical explanation as to why they continue to fucking leave it in there, why they refuse to do anything about it. I can't imagine the cynical explanation that keeps kill streaks in the game, right? Except for the fact that it enables the sort of tedium fucking playing that I just don't like from shooters. I do not find it interesting or engaging. At a fundamental level, I find that fucking playing the objective is good, like, on multiple levels. Because it encourages players to actually go to an area of engagement. It, it encourages, like, all these little things that just random team deathmatch just doesn't do. Anyway, uh, like I said, like, it's not a... Like, if you want to play TDM... Yeah, I don't think less of you or anything. I just don't want to do it. So I don't want to play games with you because you want to play a different game to me, right? Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I was, I'm was. i only stuck on that point because I got asked to play more of the beta and all, all I could think of was like, but like, it's just, team deathmatch and, and the person who asked me was like yeah that's fucking rad I'm like I don't want to play team deathmatch like team deathmatch it's awesome then you have a fun like a very good fucking argument as to why but like that's like I, I don't think you need like I don't know 
Yeah, I get stuck on this fucking... What's a good argument for why you want to do something? I guess you don't need a good argument as to why you want to do something. You just want to fucking do something. That's fucking fine, right? But, like, on the other hand, I do have a good argument as to why I don't want to do something, I feel like. And I don't want to play fucking Team Deathmatch in Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, the one bright spot, and probably the only version of Team Deathmatch that I found broadly interesting was uh the the new mode which is sort of a replacement for gunfight where you can have like uh 2v2 1v1 or 3v3 in this arena where everyone has like 18 lives uh and as you like as you get kills in these rounds the lives go down um and then you get matched up like it's got like 18 people uh in this fucking like a bracketed tournament yeah like a bracketed tournament uh and it takes place and what's what i found cool was like like when you're spectating when you die or when you're going like back into the game or whatever you can see all the other fucking battles going on around you that's fucking that is a cool idea um it's obviously it is team deathmatch but it's such a small arena that i think that it sort of works right like i I couldn't see myself playing fucking loads of it just as i didn't play loads of fucking gunfight but it's small enough that i think as a momentary fucking uh intrigue it's uh it's got like it's different enough to regular team deathmatch where you just fucking die and spawn and die and spawn and forever it sort of harkens back to the fucking the quake jewel right and i find that that is an interesting uh tweak because obviously the quake i have a you know soft spot in my heart for the quake jewel um so yeah i I find that like I i thought that was really cool and they could take that somewhere interesting but uh on the flip side um was it me, Nate, and Zio? Uh, Zio Patra were playing, and uh, we had to play at two hundred ping because we could not get an Aussie game going, which doesn't bode well for a game that requires fucking fifteen other people to join in. Uh, yeah, not even we couldn't like we couldn't get it going as duos. We couldn't get it going as trios. Uh, yeah, it doesn't fill me with a lot of fucking confidence there. Um, so yeah, that's that's not great. Mm. Uh, um, but yeah, what else was there? Uh, they got some fucking weird fucking system of like describing the server types. Uh, the like, yeah, they got like this. Oh, it's a blitz server if it's like ten v ten. Or it's a assault server if it's six v six, and it's so weird. Just say fucking six v six. Just say ten v ten. What the fuck does what the fuck does blitz change? Like who does that fucking help? I don't understand. Pointless. Um. What else? Uh, like some of the weapons are just out of control. Oh, I forgot the fucking. Oh, I forgot the best bit. Uh, yeah. Like, card players just shouldn't be allowed fucking likes, man. Holy shit. The absolute fucking trash 
we had to listen to while we hunted for the fucking mute button. And for some reason, on every other fucking game, you could hear the mics of both teams. Like, it was, like, all chat for voice or something. Uh, and so you could, like, A, well, it didn't matter because on, like, one of the games, our fucking, our own teammates were being, like, spouting neo-Nazi shit. Um, uh, like on our own team, and yeah, in other games, yeah, you just hear these fucking dick bags from the other team, like fucking losing their shit about stuff, and it's just weird, man. Like, hey, why would there be all chat for voice? Who the fuck? They usually do it during the end game, right? When the menu yeah, pops up, yeah. When when everyone wants as much salt as possible uh but this was like mid-game like i killed a dude from behind and i like and he was like oh fucking really joby like yeah that's i guess that's like um that's how call of duty works mate yeah in uh call of duty's battle royale mode um Mm. they've got that in there when you kill people like you can briefly hear the true death chatter for you know three or four seconds yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, no, like those people should just be fired off into the sun. Like there needs to be a reporting system, stick them with their own kind and let them play with their own people. Like get rid of them. Like that is not uh, um, like a way that you look after the community. It's something that I've always thought was super fucking weird. I do this like the same thing with like Twitch chat. Generally, if I'm watching, um, I watch a lot of Twitch sure. streamers. Um, and generally, if I'm watching something that is like a known, like they're a regular streamer, they moderate their own channel. Like you don't get a lot of that shit in there most of the time, right? But if yep. you're watching uh, PlayStation Showcase, it is just a fucking fire of yeah. horrendous shit, right? Yeah. Why can't those people just be reported? and fuck them off your platform like right how who does it help in the long run like all you're doing is causing more problems like people that come along whether it's they then go into another channel where there's i don't know a female streamer playing and then gives them shit and then that person either stops streaming or you know they do the same thing in valorant or whatever like that like who's it helping And, and i don't know why there's this weird thing in game developers are just like oh they just let it run. They just don't give a fuck because they think that they're losing people or they yeah. like freedom of speech shit or whatever. Like, yeah. fuck off. Just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You can, And like, you can't report for offensive voice mm. in Call of Duty. So if they keep it to fucking text chat, uh, if they keep it off the text chat, then you can't fucking report them, which is fucking yeah. insane. Like, insane, man. Like, just fucking, like, ban them. Ban them. Ban their fucking Battle.net account. Good lord. Just fuck me, man. Like Just childish stuff that is just like... <laughs> why is it here? Exactly. It's so annoying. All right. Well, there you go. Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, that's the beta. That'll be out soon. I mean, this this is the type of game that just didn't seem like it was going to be very promising anyway with all the issues they've had Yeah. Um, for development. That's not Sledgehammer's fault. They were brought in late. They've got a ship a call of duty game in record time true 
Um, so anyway, we'll see. And yeah, and just like the, I, I, you talked about how like Battlefield Five went back to. It wasn't re- it wasn't World War One, but it was like a little bit quicker paced weapons. It just felt a bit better. Yeah. Whereas Battlefield One was just like you're using fucking iron sights yeah. and a rifle that you shoot once and then it takes a, you gotta cock the thing back and reload it like that sort of stuff and um, and then doubling up on that and going to Battlefield Five it felt a bit better because you had machine guns and that sort of stuff but it was still like trying to shoot someone from a, quite a distance away yeah. and just spray everywhere and all that sort of stuff and it just felt like well I've been playing all these modern games recently and you throwing me back into this for two straight games was a weird decision and it just felt like gotta be gaming move moved away from it, it. like yeah and and if I think about like Hell Let Loose right hmm. the, the way that works for me is that I get in the mood for some fucking Hell Let Loose yeah. Right, I'm not in the mood for a World War Two shooter. I'm in the mood for fucking hell at loose. Because if I wanted to, I could go play Squad. Right, I do have Squad. Uh, it's not the same as Hell at Loose. Hell at Loose is Arcadia. Um, but yeah, like I feel like Hell at Loose is the right like because it's janky and because it's mm. sort of slow it works whereas call of duty is fucking fast right it's fucking really quick uh it's supposed to be quick anyway and so these fucking you know rolling around with a fucking grease gun that fires fucking three bullets a fucking minute you're like chug 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 you're like oh my god grease gun no please fire a bit faster and like you sweep across a person and all of the bullets somehow miss. Uh, yeah, like it's completely different. You're trying to fucking keep the pace up, which is why I actually thought I thought the move towards fucking uh, future, like, you know, near future shit was really working for them. But yeah, or, or like do the thing where it's, okay, we're going to go back to, whatever world war two world war one but it's alternate history right oh, this is and you've history. got this weird shit like weird old guns that like have... vanguard is old history it's technically based in like 40 year 1945 post like afterwards mm. uh with the war still going but they've they've just used that to justify it seems like they've just used that to justify like attachments and stuff yeah uh, like red side and, and some of their like red dots call-ins and stuff yeah as opposed to yeah really changing up the weapons and stuff going for an ak-40 fucking eight or some shit i don't know the 47 and ak-47 is because it was built in 1947 right i think i don't know that's my guess all right i don't know anyway um yeah cool all right, we'll uh, get to more of that once it gets close to the release date. But anyway, we've got some more stuff here. We played some Among Us on the weekend again. Uh, we brought in a a new player. Yep. Had joined. <laughs> a new player has joined. Hmm. Um, and we ran them through the ropes. It's always interesting watching... Um, I'm not saying, like, I consider myself a new player, but also, like, this is somebody's first 
session with it. Whereas I've played like three times, I think three sessions now. Um, yeah. And just sort of watching them learn how to play as you're explaining them. And then seeing them pick up on things sort of really quickly. Like there was one game we had where this person was the uh, the imposter. Yeah. And I ruled them out being the imposter because it looked like they were doing crewmate things. Yeah. But because I think we both both of us, right, ruled them yeah. out at that stage. Because like, oh yeah, they're doing stuff. They yeah. wouldn't like know that was something you should be doing, but they did it. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was right. Like that fucking, that progression. You can see a person learning how the game works and how to play. And you can actually watch it happen um, over the course of just a couple of games, which I think is the essence and the power that Among Us has um, has going for it. You know, it's it's surprisingly easy to learn. And uh, there's there's a great deal like there's a really large i think gulf between knowing how to play and mastering the game and mm -hmm. there's like all this space in between those two points where you don't have a noticeable advantage over anyone else once you've marked like once you are capable of mastering the game then you have a distinct advantage to the point where it's sort of not fun but uh yeah between like before then and like the difference between knowing how to play and not knowing how to play is really close so so yeah there's there's a very short distance between just learning and knowing what you're doing which is really cool uh yeah we had a lot of fun i thought it was a, a good game uh, a good sesh um i the only time i was the fucking imposter was the very last game and we must add like fucking i don't know 15 games okay yeah just no luck on the the old imposter front i, I think just this the spread was maybe a bit better because oh, i was definitely better i only played like one or two i think as well yeah um i mean better than the last time we played when it was just your literally your wife was the imposter of a, over and over and over 90 percent yeah. of them <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah it seemed a bit better this time a bit more even um yeah, yeah still learning that uh, i mean we didn't play any of the newer maps the other maps i think once you start with what were we playing like six people yeah. um getting to those bigger maps just sort of becomes a bit of an issue with that's it what's going on like that seems like more of a thing where it's like all right we've got 12 people let's try one of those things now yeah um so that's cool yep. all right anything else to add no no okay nope easy uh this next one we've got is um like we played a small demo of it it's called inscription it's an indie game um being published by devolver digital that is this weird like roguelike deck building game but with an escape room like mist style stuff going on with a, an aesthetic that is um I'd call it horror, but it's not it's not like jump scare horror, or at least what I've seen so far. It's mm. more like creepy horror. Yeah. Um and uh and, and sort of like a pixelated art style to it as well. Um it's a weird really weird aesthetic. Just, everything about this game is just so weird. 
but I fucking like it so much. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's the, awesome. Um, like everything it's doing. When it first started, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. It's kind of the the combat sort of seems really basic, and I, I don't really know about it. It's it's like this um, card based deck building game where there are a bunch of lanes. You put down cards, and uh, in each lane, that is what is your like what's attacking in each lane is like what is hitting and if there's nothing in that lane for you to attack then you'll generally do damage to your opponent um and vice versa if there's something in their lane and nothing in yours in that particular uh column then that is it they'll just do damage to you and the the way that you figure out who's going to win is um the more teeth you knock out of your opponent goes onto this weighted um weighted it's a set of scales oh. <laughs> and uh when it hits the bottom of the 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 floor or the table you end up winning or losing the game depending on which side is lopsided um and it's just kind of like looking at the 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 basic layout of the table i was just like this kind of just seems too simple or like i don't know how this is going to evolve and become a bit more like of a mind game it just seems too basic um but then it just starts doing really weird things and you just it just keeps going and going and going until you, you get to the end you're like what the fuck just happened like yeah that was so strange um you can get up from the table which i think is yeah changes everything in between rounds in between rounds you can get up from the table which yeah just really fucking alters uh what's possible and uh what's what's possible like it's it's very interesting because it feels like it sort of uh uses the the roguelite deck builder uh, um concept as just a jumping off point right like as a starting point and then uh, like as as a device to tell a much more interesting uh story and and Mm. to to give you a much more interesting game and that's not yeah. to that's not again that's not like a slight at uh or a guy deck builders obviously we fucking love them right uh but like i think it does allow you to f- sort of forgive the simplicity of the card game at the core of um of uh inscription because it's not really about that mm-hmm. and i see it like yeah, it seems like there's actually a fair amount of depth in the card game itself. Uh, although you have to go unlock some, like do some puzzles to find the cards that show that depth. Um, but yeah. Because at the basic form, you're basically playing cards and each card has like a, a cost to it. And you start off with like having a blood cost and in order to play a card, you need to sacrifice other cards sometimes to be able to put them down. And so you, at its basic format, you'll put down like a possum, or sorry, a squirrel. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't cost anything, but you can put that down and then you another card might be like one sacrifice point. And so you sacrifice that possum, remove it from the board, and then you can now play this other card that you got. And that's basically the very early teachings of the game. And then you start getting involved with like, all right, every time one of the units dies, you get a, a piece of bone. 
And now all of a sudden, this is another currency or another resource that you've got. And so here's a, a set of other cards and this card now requires four, four bones. And so you now sacrifice cards, you're getting blood, you're getting bones, and now it's getting a bit more complicated. Um, sort of like a, I don't know, Magic the Gathering where it's like, I need three black uh, mana and Land, you know yeah. two white or something like that. Now it's, you know, you're not just playing with one resource, there's multiple there. And so it does become a bit deeper. Yeah. And like you, you go to the, you go hunt a bit and you can find like some cards that are, you know, have, have other requirements or do other, other things. Um, like there's like an ant queen whose power is only equal to the amount of other ants on the board and stuff like that. And so you're like trying to get all these fucking ants out on the board and you're trying to balance, uh, your attacks uh, against keeping these fucking ants alive and all this kind of stuff. And um, yeah, there's like, yeah, it, it does sort of evolve in a really interesting way, which is always something I like in, in um, deck builders. I more meant that uh, like, if it didn't get any deeper, you'd forgive it for being simplistic uh, because there's all this other shit going on because you're trying to solve these these away from the table puzzles and stuff yeah yeah like one of the cards is talking to you yeah giving you hints about something you should look at which is outside of the actual yeah game that you're playing like the the deck building putting cards down game and so then you listen to that and then you get up off the chair and you do the thing that it's asking and all of a sudden it gives you like another card because you've sold that puzzle it's just so strange. And and that other card is also talking to you and has like a history with the first card and like, like uh, all right, this is going some places. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's super interesting. I'm uh, very intrigued to play the full fucking thing. Uh, it was a really cool, if short, demo. Uh, I didn't realize, uh, but you have, to, you have to lose. You have to lose your first battle so you can see like the full guts of it because if you win that first battle you just sort of fucking it just sort of closes the game closes yeah. the first boss battle boss battle yeah 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 that can you beat that first one that seems like an impossible <laughs> like it just fucking dishes out some cards it does ramp up real fast but you can do it you just gotta block oh, okay. a lot um yeah uh yeah very cool. You can download the demo now on Steam. I believe it's out now. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's out now on, on Steam. Uh, and the full game is coming out uh, 20th October. Yeah. Uh, it's by the dude who did Pony Island and The Hex. I haven't played The Hex. Okay. I've played Pony Island and it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this other this uh, inscription also has like a weird FMV thing as well that's going on. It looks like. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, Holy shit. Yeah, the fucking... When you finish, the fucking video. So odd. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, you can go check out that demo um, and it'll run through. I'm pretty sure it's probably the same demo that we just played because I, um, I think we were supposed to play it uh before this like 
demo actually launched, but we didn't have a podcast in time. Um, mm. So that's why we're talking about after demos out. Yep. But you can check that out. Uh, you can also uh, pre-purchase the game. Looks like got a sale on ten percent off, twenty six Australian dollars. Uh, definitely, again, we'll be talking about next month when it comes out, October twenty. Um, Hell yeah! Keep an eye out. Okay, what else we got here? Severed Steel is now out. This is a game you talked about previously. Yeah, I talked about it last week a little bit. Uh, I think I was about halfway through it. I finished it now. It's quite short. Uh, which is a little bit disappointing, but it does have um, like uh, workshop support. So people are making their own maps for it. Um, sure. It just sort of continued to ramp up in a really satisfying way. Like the the combat continues to get like more and more challenging, but not so challenging that you, you know, you if you could beat the first level, you could beat the last level type thing. And uh, yeah, you just got into a like it was a it's a game about getting into that flow uh, and getting into that rhythm and getting a really good handle for like chaining together wall jumps and dives and slow mo and like not overusing the slow mo but uh, using it just enough and, and that kind of stuff until you like just fucking murder everyone or accomplish your fucking target uh, your your goal. Like last week, I was talking about how you know I'd, I'd started out thinking it was one thing, but it turned into more of a red faction thing, and like recontextualizing it as a red faction game changed so much of what I did, like changed basically how I approached every level because I was just sort of yeah deliberately fucking shooting holes through walls and stuff and i found some secret stuff as a result and like yeah there's all this stuff that you can only get really access to by blasting your way through the level as opposed to like i don't know following the fucking hallways and stuff and i think that's right. that, that was pretty cool that was pretty interesting um because obviously it's a game about you know fast movement but at the same time, like, yeah, wrecking fucking walls uh, mm. changes it up significantly. So, I don't know. Very cool game. Still yeah. really impressed with it. Although it's, yeah, it's quite short. I don't know how Bit much short. it is. Yeah. Um, let's look. It is, it's up there. 25, 25 US. Bucks. 36 bucks and I finished it in three hours. I think that's too steep to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, if there were more, if I was invested in the idea of like high school runs and stuff, uh, maybe, but that doesn't really interest me because that plays to the diving and shooting, the Max Payne style game that, um, that I, I, that, that is what initially got me in, but I don't think you get a lot of, like well you don't get a lot of score for blowing holes in walls and and stuff like that so it doesn't really work from that perspective so i'm not really interested in in that sort of play that sort of gameplay um so it doesn't really have a lot of replayability from that perspective if it had more fucking levels or some some of these workshop levels are out and stuff then uh, i'd be more inclined but i think it's yeah just I, I would definitely wish list it and grab it when it's uh, a little bit cheaper. Yep, cool. 
All right, that's seven steel. Check that out. Uh, next up, Halo Infinite, the technical multiplayer preview alpha, whatever you want to call it. You played some. I did. Love it. You have a history with Halo. I do have a history One with Halo. One of the best franchises ever made, I think, is an exact quote you said on here. Definitely. Multiple times. That's usually how you end the show, right? I, I That is my catchphrase. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did not like this. Shocker. Uh, I'm in the next technical test for the next weekend. Um, Man, people do not want to hear that a Halo game doesn't go very well. And it ticks me off. The only way Halo will ever get better is if we critically appraise Halo for not being fucking good enough. But people refuse to fucking look at Halo and admit to themselves that it could be fucking better. And that, at its core, right, people, so I've been told that I'm disrespectful to the fucking Halo series. And at its core, I think the most respectful thing I can do is tell the Halo series that it should be fucking better. That it is, that it was the reason, the reason the Xbox got out of, like, made its way off the fucking beach of infancy it cracked the fucking shell and waddled its way down to the fucking beach like a baby fucking turtle and the only reason it didn't get swooped by seagulls is because halo was there to hold them off and keep it fucking good and then ever since right halo has been a varied fucking a varied fucking success right halo 2 pretty great uh multiplayer in particular uh more of what made halo 1 great but even better uh halo 3 no i did not like that uh odst sort of didn't really work for me reach good but i read the book so uh didn't really have the impact four bad five bad infinites so far bad and it's because right they never change the fucking things that have always been fucking bad uh except like you know when call of duty doesn't change the fucking things that are bad uh right you're like well okay that is bad make no mistake that is bad but they only had fucking three months since they fucking launched the last one to fucking do anything about it i'm not surprised they didn't do anything Right? Halo? When's the last Halo game? When did Halo 5 come out? 20 fucking... Long time ago. Yeah. 2015, I think. And yet, it still has the same fucking issues. Like, they're core to the fucking experience. Like, fucking... It's 2021, and Halo Infinite plays... Like, it's got fucking a tick rate of fucking 12 or some shit. Like, I'm out here playing fucking PUBG or some shit. Like, ridiculous. Are you the, saying it's Battle Royale? <laughs> I wish. Uh, like, the fucking... They've, add, they've added all this stuff that I think is pretty cool. Uh, like, you know, the mobility. I think the, the efforts to add mobility are really fucking good. But to do that without increasing the fucking tick rate is absolute fucking insanity. Like, flat out, a fucking crazy person choice. 
Mm. You can't increase fucking mobility so that people are zipping all over. The, you've got fucking grapple hooks and you can fucking fling yourself or fling the flag or fling like oh like fling items. You can't do that and then not change the fucking tick rate or have the sh tick rate be shitty. You can't have a fucking slide button and have the tick rate be shitty because all that's going to happen is people are going to die to things they shouldn't have fucking died to. And you always did in Halo, right? You pretty much always have, except for when you were on LAN, which I only ever played Halo CE on LAN. Uh, like, you, you died you died to shit that you shouldn't have died to. And it was always kind of, yeah, well, okay, fair enough. Well, it's a console shooter. And that's the thing, right? Console players can't tell. This is not a diss at console players, but console players cannot tell that they are dying to shit they shouldn't have fucking died to. Because the fucking control sticks, right, do not allow you to fucking whip your head around and look behind you to see if you made it, right? But... Mouse and keyboard players can fucking see when they've died to shit they shouldn't have died to. Players with fantastic situational awareness can also tell, right? But they they accept it generally, I guess, because it's Halo, it's on a console. Halo if it's on PC. It's keyboard and mouse. I can watch. I can watch as I slide behind cover and then I die three meters behind cover. To shit, like... That wouldn't even, like, I've never even seen a, a death that bad in fucking, in the bad days of playing on fucking SEA servers in PUBG. Like, this was some fucking rough shit. This was low tick rate shit. Bad hit rate shit. And there's a decent, like, hey, right? Someone, someone on Twitter reckoned it was a latency issue, but I didn't have latency issues in any other game I played over the weekend or like you know I, I wasn't having latency problems in fucking battlefields 5 or you know other other games other older games that I was playing uh so it's not on my end but there is a chance that I was being match made into fucking US servers I don't know why it would fucking do this to me but maybe it was like hey these are the only games we've got going right now man playing like that's like it's it's possible because the fucking play session te test times were 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. for Australians. And then, uh, was it like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Maybe people weren't playing during those times. I don't know. But, like, when, like, yeah, it just wasn't fucking happening. And so maybe I was on US servers. It didn't seem like that was it. I was hitting my shots most of the time. Uh,. I was just dying behind cover constantly. And there's all this other shit that was driving me fucking bananas as well, right? Like, I mean, the the hit rate slash tick rate slash latency, whatever. I mean, it did result in the fact that explosives were ridiculous in this tech test. Like, ridiculous. They've got such... Their splash damage is so much bigger than their visual splash. And it's because you aren't where you think you are basically you are somewhere other than where you think you are but also like we would just, we just kept playing slayer i mean the most fun i had was when we we're playing ctf uh because it's an objective and you can 
like sort of lock that shit down or work that shit out. But like I just kept getting put into Slayer matches. I don't really like Slayer. Uh, there's a domination mode that it's you know it's fine. Um, I only got to play it once. I'd say I, I played three games of CTF, one game of Domination or whatever they call Domination. I can't remember. And like fifteen games of Slayer. I just kept being Slayer, and Slayer's just team deathmatch, man. And I, I think I've, I've. I've gone on enough about how I don't like fucking team deathmatch, but um, yeah, I just, I was also I, I felt like I was constantly being put up against fucking four stacks, uh, the other team like the other I had to follow my teammates around, right to sort of replicate what it seemed like the other team was doing through deliberate coordination, right where they would like. Because the, the time to kill is so long, right? That you can, you can, if you're good enough, take on more than one player, right? Because uh, you you get one down. You, you get a couple of headshots with the fucking pistol. And you take one down and then you can switch to the other as your shield goes down. And so you can probably take on two people uh, at once or at least one and a half. Right, and so that meant an effective fucking strategy was to follow your teammates around and get the refrag, right, or at least be around your teammates so that they could get the refrag, and you they would come out on top, right? Because um, yeah, two versus three, two good players versus three average players, the two will win. That's the benefit of the high tick rate. Oh, sorry, high uh, TTK. Uh, the the yeah, like that's the the big benefit. But um, they like I was up against teams that had that coordination seemingly on purpose, whereas I was just trying to put that coordination together by following my teammates around, and that just feels that just felt so much fucking worse. I don't understand. Like I don't understand what was going on with the matchmaking. Like if it was putting me on the US servers, that's ridiculous. If it was putting me up against four stacks, that's ridiculous. There's a lot that felt fucking ridiculous to me. Um so yeah. Wasn't happy about that. Yeah. Um what else? The fucking default I don't know. I I don't know what fucking like I I would love to meet the team at 343 to ask them like whether it was a deliberate prank or just a accidentally hilarious prank but whoever set up the fucking layout for keyboard and mouse they have never seen a keyboard before i think they must have done it from a controller using that on-screen keyboard and they're like yeah. oh and i know you'll switch grenades with the end button where's the end button sit uh, that seems good. Yeah, switch grenades with N. Um, you throw a grenade with C. Oh, yeah? Yep, that's good. That's a good fucking idea. We'll use V to switch weapons. Not one or two, but V. Yeah. Just insane shit. Um, like, I, I couldn't fucking fathom how they'd landed on some of these fucking decisions like i don't know man yeah you left off the most important thing though how is I, the pistol mm. it fucking 
schwacks. Ridiculous. Like, that was the only reason I got kills. The only reason I got kills was because of the fucking pistol. Because of the fucking black cannon. Uh, it's still it's still punts. They've that's the one thing they've always done right. They never fucked with the pistol. Don't fuck with the pistol, and at least you'll get that base level right. But uh, yeah, uh, pistol was good. The fucking music's still awesome. Like that's the thing about Halo, right? People. There's a lot of nostalgia there. That's why I don't, like, begrudge people for, like, absolutely fucking adoring it. But I just wish they could accept that it could be better. Um, it could be better next year. Next year. When Battle Royale is out. When they add the Battle Royale mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in its current state, right, with the hit ratio slash tick rate situation, it should not release in December. And I don't think anyone, like, I don't I don't understand how anyone can look at their delaying co-op for campaign, which is the only reason I ever played fucking campaign, uh, except when I was reviewing it. Uh, um, that was how you had fun in the campaign. These, like, the stories aren't fucking great. Reach ex- is the exception. The story in these games isn't fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's fine, in a, like, Saturday morning cartoon space opera sort of way, right? Like, nothing, like, the fucking reject bin of Clone Wars type shit, right? Like, it's fine. Like, Master Chief loves his GPS system. Uh, Global positioning satellite system. Yeah, that works. Yep. Um, yeah, loves his GPS, doesn't want it to, I don't know, wipe itself. And so he throws away everything in his entire life to save his GPS. That's it. But yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway, I, 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 they're delaying so much of it already. The only reason they're not delaying more is because it has to be out this year. I guarantee it. And... People are overlooking a lot just because it's Halo. Just because it gives, because they hear that fucking music and mm. it gives them a half a chub and they're like, How's fuck it go? yeah, Halo's Sing it. Back. Do it. You wish, baby. No way. <laughs> no yeah. way. All right. uh, but yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. Hopefully the uh, single player is better. Or good, at least. Maybe they've worked on that a bunch. Lol. We'll see how it is. All right, Halo Infinite, the um, beta technical preview thing is now available uh, to play if you're in it. I'm sure they'll do an open beta at some stage, right? Because this multiplayer is going to be free. This will be like Anyone them gearing up to it. who is in Xbox Insider will have access to this weekend's tech test. Mm-hmm. Anyone in it. So if you're not in it yet, sign up before the weekend kicks off and you should get in on this weekend's tech test. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You can see for yourself. See how wrong I am for yourself. Or how right. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got one last game here. Icarus. Icarus. We're on it again. 
Uh, this back. is a, another Luke's uh, least favorite game. Another another preview weekend uh, testing Beta weekend. weekend three. Yeah. yeah. Um, I jumped in. I think at the end of the weekends. I didn't play at the start. I think there were issues at the start. It sounds like they did something with spawn rates again. Yep. Uh, and everyone was dying. Um, were you playing at the stage or not? Uh, no, I wasn't playing yet. No. But I was intending on playing throughout the weekend. Um, yeah, I wanted to check out this one because I wanted to see how the Arctic went. But uh, yeah, I hadn't jumped in at that point. Uh, I think it was Heath and Drew had done the the hard yards. I showed up when they'd already built a pretty impressive two-story house. Um, I think JB, Johnny Bravo had helped as well. But yeah, I showed up a little late. And uh, yeah. I, uh, I was mostly intrigued because they got to keep their fucking progress yeah. from the previous week, which I think is a really good idea because the idea... That's sure what is. That's what fucking... That, <laughs> we got into beta week too, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking do this. And I know yeah. I'm going to lose it all again, again, but the idea of doing it four times, doing the fucking grind four times, has me completely off. Whereas if I only have to do it, I'll do it once and then wipe. I don't really have a problem with that. Um, so yeah, that's a smart idea. Really, really well done. Uh, so yeah, that got me to, to jump back in and have a squeeze. And I jumped in. Um, I was like level one. I mm -hmm. hadn't leveled up at all. So I'd start all the way over again. I just went and started chopping out trees. Uh, as you do. Well, you do. Chop trees. Chop trees. Mine rock. Yep. To level up. Has someone figured it out? Is it the cutting trees that's the quickest? It seems no, like it. No, I think it's I think it's mining rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, or mining not rock, but actual resource. Okay. Uh, but you have to find that shit and it's limited. Um yeah. So anyway, uh rolling around doing that kind of stuff uh setting stuff up but uh drew and heath and jb and zeo had already set up a whole bunch of stuff they'd done a really good job like they had a a really well laid out house um basically all we did was we like i i think the only thing i really added to the to the puzzle was an impatience that encouraged them to actually start accomplishing goals, right? Because I jumped in, I'm like, oh yeah, what are we doing? What? Well, we should go get steel stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, we're just sort of doing this. I'm like, no, let's go get steel stuff. And then I was just annoying enough that they, well, you went and got steel stuff so that I would shut the fuck up about it, uh, which is, you know, what I bring to the table uh, in every instance. Um, and yeah, so we went, we got the stuff required to make steel, uh, which allowed us to mine aluminium and palladium or platinum. One of those two, titanium. Um, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Uh, we were set up uh, to then try to get to the snow. And so Drew and I jumped on quite early. Uh, one of the days, Sunday, I think. And, uh, uh, yeah, 
made a trek out to the snow. We brought with us the shit that we would require. So we just, all we wanted to do was find the snow first. And then when we found the snow, what we were going to do was set up a little forward base and ferry shit towards the base. But what happened, right, was when we got to the snow, a bear murdered the fuck out of us. Uh, and worse still, um, we'd been in, we'd, like, we'd been through two storms along the way. So I'd made little huts, um, just tiny, my Job-style huts, right? When Drew and Heath and JB and Zio build something, it's this grand palatial fucking affair, or kings and queens would come and they'd all have their own rooms and stuff like that. And when I build something, it is four fucking walls and a floor for a roof, uh, and everyone can squeeze their fucking bedroll in where it will fucking fit, like some sort of fucking, like a hovel. Yeah. We live in a fucking hovel in a shanty town. And, uh, yeah, I, I built a little shanty town uh, that's got attacked by a bear at one point. That was pretty good. Uh, I managed to kill the bear, just barely. <laughs> and uh, I had to get Drew back up after that one. Oh, my God. That's such an itchy nose. What is going on? Fuck hayfield, man. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, we built this little, and, and we put the beds down, we'd set our spawn point, and then, super dumbly, I think it was like two o'clock in the, in the, in the afternoon, and we, so we, we picked our bed rolls up, and we were gonna fucking move it to the next place, and then we got eaten by a bear, and this was easily a 20 minute fucking run from the dropship. Which is where yeah. you get spawned if you have to respawn. Holy. And bedrolls, you probably should have just made a new one. <laughs> uh, should, yeah, should have just, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Oh, so we had to run back. And we died again on the run back. And I can't remember if we died one more time. But we went to the main base and grabbed all of the relevant items. We grabbed like the, the furnace, the concrete furnace, uh, the machining bench, like all this shit so that we wouldn't have to rebuild it when we got to the next place. But we died on that run. And uh, when we died on that one, we were actually at, like we, we were there. We were, I'd set up a little fucking hovel and I'd started to build some stuff. I hadn't been able to get a bedroll down yet. And uh, and Drew aggroed a bear. And I killed the bear. Drew didn't put a fucking wall up. Drew's job was to put a fucking wall up. And I would put the door on the wall. But he reckons afterwards that I'd said I'd put like everything up. I didn't have enough. I had enough for a door. He had to put the wall up. All he had to do was put the wall up. Fucking. Anyway, this bear comes. And I killed the bear. But a wolf came up as well. And it murdered me. While I, like, just after I'd killed the bear. It's just after I'd miraculously killed the bear. And it came in through the giant hole where there wasn't a fucking door. 
so it had a free run on me. So that was pretty upsetting. So anyway, I'm like, okay, if we die again, I'm 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 just not gonna I'm I'm not gonna play. I'm done. She was like, yeah, that's 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 about it. Off we go. We get there and we actually managed to secure our shit. Although something weird was going on where Drew couldn't see any like couldn't see his body. And so I had to pick up everything off his body and put it in a crate and I had to pick up everything off my body and use it again. And so we set up this little hovel as best we could. And uh, was it you and JB or Zio and JB or... Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. But uh, yeah. Two more people came and joined us. Uh, and It was uh, me. It was you, yeah. I think it was me. Two, I, I, I joined the same time as... Is uh, JB? I yeah, think. yeah. Because I we think Zio continued. Zio had made this giant fucking mansion back at the original base, and she didn't want to abandon that base. Mm. She was very attached to it. Um, and I was like, "But well, we gotta, we gotta go, right? We gotta fucking, we gotta move on, baby." Uh, yeah, that's, that's why you need teleporters. That's it. Uh, you need teleporters like fucking Valheim uh, so you can portal your way across the shit. Like, I think it would be really useful. The fucking... That, like, do it like Valheim too. Make it so you can't take certain things through it. Make it so you can't take a a bench through it or something so that you do have to ferry shit, some shit. But for the, the basic movement, like, because otherwise you sort of you're making these places that you're definitely going to throw away and there's a sort of uh, temporariness to that that I think is unappealing, right? It just sort of makes... Like, it's... I, I, I personally self-admit to the fact that I make these shitty little hovels, but I think maybe in Icarus, that's all you should make is these shitty little hovels. There's no incentive to do anything beyond that, right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so you you and JB made your way over. Oh yeah, we joined. We I came and found you guys halfway through because there was a fucking storm. I came and saved you guys halfway through because there was a fucking storm. Um, so that was good. That was good fun. We hid out in a cave and waited out the storm got back to the base you guys immediately started building out this base in something much bigger and criticizing my design choices even though my design choices were perfect for you know what what we needed them to do um and then uh yeah we uh we went to the snow you want to tell us about going to the snow because you went to the snow before me you went to the snow without me yeah, so you logged off at this point, right? And then um, spent a couple of hours. I don't know what you're doing, getting lunch or something like that. Yeah, no, I had to. Yeah. I had to. Had to make dinner. I made. I. I did. Uh, got this rotisserie attachment for my barbecue, but it's it's quite initially uh, intensive. So I. I I did a whole roast chicken and a pork shoulder on the rotisserie. Right. It was fantastic. 
Uh, I found out I'm allergic to pork, which is a real bummer. <laughs> is, is it because you ate so much? Like, how do you cook that much meat? And you're like, well, I got to eat all this shit now. Oh, that was a big problem as well. That one that I didn't really think through because my wife's already allergic to pork. What I think has happened is because she's allergic to pork, I never eat pork. Right. And I think over, over the years, I'd built up an immunity to pork. But by never eating pork, I didn't. I didn't maintain that immunity. So you just now, need more pork. Well, I got to power either power through this allergy or stop eating pork. I don't think bacon's a problem. I've never had these like these reactions to bacon, and I eat, I do eat bacon fairly often because turkey bacon is disgusting. But just a straight up pork roast. No good to me. I'm, I'm yeah. Good. Anyway, so I had to go set up. Set that so up. you you disappeared, and then we started venturing off into the snow area. Yeah. Um, we ended up getting in there and uh, got quite far in. At this point, we had like fur armor set up, which helps with the cold, but um, it doesn't help that much. Like you, you're still getting vision impaired when you get in there. Uh, and then there are snowstorms, which can cause a lot of problems. So as like, I reckon like three minutes into us getting into the snow, there was like a snowstorm straight away. So we're trying to figure out, all right, well, what do we do here? We don't have any materials to build anything. There's no trees around anywhere. Um, there's no fiber for us to, to do anything with that. It's pretty much just snow and ice and wolves like lots of wolves so many wolves yep. <laughs> yeah, like like you thought it was bad in the normal one with wolves like no there's fucking wolves in this place and so we ended up um finding like this underground it was not a cave but more just like a like a bridge under uh, like a bridge cavernous sort of area and um bridge. and well just like pockets of like a an indentation in the snow and that allowed you to get a bit of cover and so we we got into there and uh that seemed good enough to be considered our shelter and and so once the storm went away we then crept out of our little uh ice cave thing and left and kept going killing wolves upon wolves and polar bears every once in a while um but yeah we got to the point where we just we were too far in and uh it seemed like we still had a quite a ways to go and i think that's when you jumped back in at this point like yep. we didn't have at that point the the problem was we didn't have any shelter for us and so we were always having to find like little caves or something and heat ourselves back up and and uh or if a, s a snowstorm came along uh we were running out of ammo because we killed so many wolves and all this sort of stuff so we you know we were basically uh made the way back as soon as you joined and um resourced up because we needed it there was just too much going on so we stocked up on like uh, ammo because we had two guns at that stage um the rest of us were using bow and arrows still and uh and then put together like enough resources to have a little fort thing that we could sort of build on the fly um build a bed or beds build a fire cook food uh sleep whenever it got dark and then 
Melt ice. Set off, yeah, melt ice to drink water because we needed water. Uh, and so that's where we kind of ended up just whacking this whole thing together. Yep. And then you jump back in. Yeah, so yeah, you guys figured out you needed a bunch of shit uh, to, to actually get this, sh- this entire affair done. So you had to, you were coming back. I logged back in. Somebody, Luke, had stolen my. Gavin was there. Yeah. You reckon it was Gavin? You reckon it was Grace? No, no, because Gavin had jumped back in, but I think he had left by the time you got there. I I remember him. I looked at his body and he didn't have any of my shit. Yeah, but you know what he's like. He likes to hide things. Right. Right. He hides it around the place. (laughs) <laughs> Luke stole my fucking steel pickaxe I didn't uh, steal it yeah guarantee you this is what happened uh, or maybe maybe uh, maybe Drew stole it um, Drew was making why all would of us, Drew steal it so this is what I think has happened Drew was making us all things because none of us were up to level and yep. so he was um I think he made us all like steel pickaxes, steel uh, spears, maybe some sort of knife thing. I, but he, I, I don't remember. There was like four or five things that he gave us all steel. Um, and one of them might have been your pickaxe from somewhere because I remember we came back to find your stuff and there was a used pickaxe on the anvil, I think it was. Yeah. So either he, someone's picked it up and put it there. No. Or my picked- pickaxe was basically pristine. I will not... You are, you've stolen my pickaxe and now you're trying to throw it onto anyone else. And I cannot believe that you're still You think f- I'm persisting. an imposter? You're absolutely an imposter. Absolutely. You are Zio. I thought, I thought for a while that it was Zio. And then I... Uh, All right, let's kick her off then. I think it's her. And then... And then... Like, I didn't think it was Zio, but then after the bedrolls thing, it could could have been Zio. <laughs> what happened there? Fucking so, so it takes us like three in-game days for you guys to get back, so that we can actually go back into the snow. I'm ready to go. Right when you guys get back, I'm like, just fucking let's. You guys pop a quick sleep. And we'll yeah. fucking leave in the morning. But I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck. There's so we got, much we got fucking a storm, about remember? going on. Yeah, there was a storm. Whatever. Whatever. So there was all this fucking about going on. And I'm like, let's go, let's go. I've made... So what I did, right, was I made... Uh, what was it? Like eight floors, a door, and five bedrocks because it was five of us everyone could pick up a bedroll mm-hmm. and someone had to make some walls because i didn't want to have to go chop down the wood i had three days if i'd known i had three fucking days to do this shit i would have just gone and fucking done it myself but anyway so i got all the like everything we need to successfully put up a shelter in the middle of the fucking snow we just have to get out there but no, yeah, we got a storm, so we have to repair the fucking house up. And we got fucking, it's, I don't know, you guys didn't have enough food or some shit, so you had to make more fucking food. And we're making bread. 
for what seemed like fucking two entire fucking days. And then finally we get we get get to go. We're going. And I said flat out, does everyone have a bedroll? And you like everyone answered like they were like so fucking tired of me asking this question. Did I had it, already like, asked times. it fifty fucking times. But yes, everyone has a bedroll, except for Luke, who won't answer. So I'm like, Luke, do you have a bedroll? And you're like, yeah, I've got five bread rolls. <laughs> Which I I was I I legit. I legit had you lined up. I was gonna fucking end you. I'm like, that's it. I've had enough. I'm just going to fuck. I'm going to steal his fucking bread rolls and we'll see who's laughing now. Oh my God. But anyway, apparently you also had every, (laughs) apparently you also had a bedroll, right? I did. Yes. And we get into the snow and it's nighttime and all we have to do is sleep. And when you're like, when there's, when people are in the bed, it like counts until the max players, like the number of players in the server are in bed. It'll be like one of five are in bed sleeping and it, it will not sleep until it gets to five of five. And so we count it through, right? Like we're like one of five, two of five, three of five to sort of encourage the people who, who aren't yet in bed to get into fucking bed. Anyway, we get to four or five and I'm like yelling. Four or five, four or five, and Zio hits us with, "Uh, um, I don't have a bedroll," and I swear to God, my brain broke for a second. Like I, I straight up had a little bit of a stroke. Like my, like does not compute, because I swear to God, I asked everyone over and over, and sh- and. And she goes, she's like, I don't have a bedroll. So I thought someone else had one for me. And I'm like, this has got to be some sort of fucking stitch up. I cannot understand. I asked so many times. Why, God? Why would you do this to me, God? I don't understand, God. Haven't I been good? Or haven't I been at least not actively bad? Right? Why do I deserve to be punished like this? Nah. Anyway. Holy shit. I didn't even know what to do. I was at a fucking loss. I was ready for you to be the fifth. I fully expected Luke to be the fifth person who wasn't in a bed. And then he would be like, oh, sorry, I dropped my bedroll or something. And I'd be like, that's fine. And I'd whip out my fucking axe and I'd fucking axe murder him. But no, it was Zio. I never saw it coming. The unexpected imposter from out of nowhere (laughs) has fucking stitched me up to death. Holy shit. And then kills you with a silver pickaxe, a steel pickaxe. Leaves my corpse with a silver pickaxe sticking out of it. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> anyway. Luckily um, though, we had spares. No. We built them on the yeah. fly. God. Unbelievable. But anyway. Uh so that was successful. Uh that went well. I've seen some videos of other people. We got we we got we got lucky. 
because uh, if a storm hits and it's night, uh, what I've seen some videos of is uh, the snow can pile up on the roof if you use a flat roof. That's why you need a shovel. And it, well, it, it'll cave in the roof hmm. and destroy the shelter. Uh, so we got lucky that we didn't run into that, which is good. Hmm. But uh, yeah. Instead, we got 700 wolves to look after. 700 fucking wolves. <laughs> this, yeah. So many wolves that... So how... Like, it only took us... Did it take us three days to get to the woolly mammoth or two? Took a while. I think it might have been three. Because we got to a point where we're like, that's it. We can't, like, don't fight anything anymore because everyone's running out of ammo. And we've got no way to make more bullets. So we're like, yeah, don't fight anything anymore. If you see a fucking polar bear go around it, if you see a wolf... If, and you don't think you can one-shot it, just avoid it. Like, just fucking get around it. We need to save everything for this fucking mammoth. Um, and Which is what we're going to the snow for. Um, yeah, exactly. To kill this mammoth, yes. That, that was the that was the, the objective. So th- this is the first time that they've actually added one of, the, one of the objectives to the game. This is what icarus is supposed to be all about is going in and you're completely subjective which is to go kill the mammoth and like do you take a scan of its tusk or something or i don't know and then you go back to the dropship and you go back up and you've successfully completed the mission that's that's the essence of what icarus is supposed to be about um yeah so we were there on a mission we were there for a reason and uh yeah, uh, like I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought like the I thought the fight itself was pretty anticlimactic because the mammoth wasn't as aggressive as it probably should have been, considering we were fucking like just filling it with fucking arrows. Like I would have thought that would upset a mammoth more, uh, but it. I mean, rich. It's rich that I would say that because I'm the only person who fucking died to the thing, but. <laughs> Like, also, like, you wouldn't believe it. Dear listener, you would never believe it. But I tanked this fucking mammoth. I took aggro the entire time, or almost the entire time, and it eventually killed me, despite my best kiting efforts. And they were fantastic kiting efforts. Eventually killed me, and Luke stabbed it in the butt to kill it. With a spear. <laughs> That's all and it took. Instead of anyone coming to help me up so I could share in this victory, <laughs> they all raced to harvest this fucking mammoth and left While me your to die. Rolled on down the, the, down the hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, I was so upset. Oh my god, I was so upset. I could not believe nobody let me see the fucking. Oh my god. Um, so anyway, there you go. That's so the story. That we did not take. We didn't go back to the. Like I don't know if anyone extracted with the mammoth tusk or whatever the fuck. I don't. I don't really know how that was supposed to work. Yeah, because I was sure. dead and nobody let me see the. Because you're technically mammoth. a team, right? And they're like, "Hey, here's this." Thing. so what does just one person get it now and that's it 
that's it right like one one person gets the and then like the entire way back is like some sort of fucking <laughs> looney tune shit where like pow and you steal the mammoth task and then like turn around and like i i'm like oh hold on to this for me and it's a stick of dynamite and you explode and i steal the mammoth task and then i run for a bit and fucking run into a wall and like it's been painted on by drew who steals the mammoth task and then he runs away and i don't know fucking he thinks he's fighting a bear but it turns out it's jb who steals the mammoth task and all the way back to the thing that would be pretty entertaining but um yeah icarus is supposed to be a fucking co-op game not some sort of fucking insane uh competitive game you know so that's the thing yeah uh yeah not sure not sure how that was supposed to play out but i didn't get a mammoth tusk because someone some four people let me die before they harvested the mammoth tusk so i don't know i don't know Mm. i don't know how it's supposed to work anyway i thought it was i thought it was good i thought like thought they did a really good job i think the snow is a bit too barren there's not much in there yeah um yeah like it's it's a lot of just white on white on white on whites uh like how are you supposed to do that with two people or even one like if you're a solo player the amount of stuff that that you go through yeah yeah that was the other thing i was gonna say i do not know how you'd solo that shit Uh, i don't think I do not think they've created a situation where you could solo it. Um, it would be just what a fucking monumental effort. Um, two, I think, would be more doable, but still pretty tough. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have to have a shitload of ammo to get through yeah. all that, right? Because we had five people with two guns and still ran out of ammo um yeah that's true my, like my my bow broke at the very end and i couldn't do anything anymore i'm like right, your bow broke i ran out of ammo you dropped all your arrows on the ground they disappeared into the snow. the snow that was a bit disappointing yeah. um but like overall I, I thought it was fucking cool like it was that was the that was the best example of that was the closest to the Icarus experience I had prior to the betas because they were, they tore so much out. Um, but I was able to play sort of... And I was only in that first beta weekend area. I really, ha- really had access to that. They had more resources on the ground and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, they... I think I think they've added basically everything back in, and they've made some really good changes. Uh, when I played initially, you built the skinning bench, and you had to unlock fucking you had to unlock the ability the ability to skin uh, each animal, and that each of those cost an ability point. But now, just getting the skinning bench allows you to skin animals, um, like any animal you dump on there. You can't carry bears to it for some reason. I'd love for there to be a perk to do that. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, like I th- like I think they made some really good changes. I think it's heading in a, right, a really good direction. Uh, we had a couple of crashes or hiccups. Weird. It crashed a bunch. With like different people hosting it as well, remember? Yeah, it, like, but it didn't crash a bunch for any one person. It just 
crashed eventually for whoever was hosting. Yeah. Um, which I think is a step in the right direction as opposed to crashes all over the fucking place. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's on track, man. I think it's doing really well, which is cool. Uh, that fucking that loop, that tight loop. Uh, I feel like that's the fucking Icarus experience, right? Like, you don't have to be in for every fucking every fucking you don't have to play Icarus every fucking day or some shit. You can just be like, oh, there's this cool fucking, uh, this cool mission is going up this weekend. Like, let's, let's fucking do it. Let's, let's do that. Let's go get the Mammoth Tusk or let's go kill a sandworm or whatever the fuck it is in the desert one. That's the, that's beta weekend four is the sandworm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, like that I think really works, right? The ability to sort of, jump in and dive out without it really being an issue as long as you remember uh to you have to extract right yeah you can't just sort of leave it i didn't really care to do anything about that for this beta weekend but we will have to extract when the full game is out um but yeah like i think that's that's what icarus is supposed to be Right, get in, build a little base, uh, and go fucking get your object and get the fuck out again. That's I think I think that's cool. Like I think you can convince people to do that. And like I didn't play Beta Weekend two, but it didn't really impact my fucking enjoyment all that much. I think that's cool. I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I think this was the best fun I'd had with it yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still on that same. I don't think it's ready. Uh, like we, we were in that snow section or even before that, like it still wasn't running great for a bunch of us. We got in that snow section. My frames dropped to like around the 30s. JB was playing. He said he's were, he was in like single digits at points <laughs> during that. Jeez. Uh, that might've been before, uh, after... Uh, before you got there but like was he there were sections no no I think Drew was whenever I hosted I noticed a significant downgrade in performance but otherwise pretty sure it was Drew hosting yeah right Uh, but yeah there were points in that snow section where it was like I was 30 to 40 and I I don't know what he's running but he's seemed to get quite a bit lower um, no, it's ridiculous. He's got a fucking beast PC, doesn't he? I'm pretty oh, sure he's he? got like, yeah, like a brand oh, wow. new fucking beast. And so, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Hopefully, I mean, they got seven weeks left if yep. they decide to go with that date. Um, like they said, they've said they've been pretty upfront. If they think they need to delay it, they'll delay it. They're not, they don't have a publisher or anything like that the release date isn't locked in or anything like that. They can just fucking delete it if they have to. Yeah. Like I still don't, I just don't think this game drops this year. It's just my gut from everything I've seen. I just don't buy it. Like I'm having fun in certain spots, but there's too much, too much going on where I'm like, this is, it seems too broken. I just don't um, know why, like I've never been more convinced that a game would benefit from early access the early yeah that's if it was early access that's cool but it's not like it's 1.0 and i just don't understand their thinking behind that 
Yeah. Like if they drop this and said it's an early access game um, and we'll just keep adding stuff to it. But for them to come out and be like, no, it's 1.0. This will be, we on full release. I'm like, okay, yeah. but that is completely different from being like, you know, imagine like the shitstorm people already cop from early access games and being like on Steam, like knowing that it's an early access game and still shitting on it, being like, there's not enough content in here. Like, hey man, like look at fucking <laughs> Stranded, right? The, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game, right? I, GameSpot got me to review it. I didn't think it should be reviewed in, in its current form. Stranded. Grounded? Grounded. That's that's what I meant. Stranded. Stranded. <laughs> Stranded's another. a shark game, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, grounded, right? Like, I didn't think it should be reviewed in, in its current state, in the mm. state that it was in. I thought it was too early. They wanted an early access review. There wasn't enough to it right what what are you supposed to say um like i'm sure it will flesh itself out uh as it approaches 1.0 yeah um but yeah as it was back then it wasn't there um what do you yeah that that's it right like that's the nature of early access uh but it's better that than coming out 1.0 if imagine if grounded had been like yeah this is it 1.0 fucking yeah. we're out you're like <laughs> oh boy yeah yeah that's kind of how i feel with icarus like them if they come out and it's in this state where it doesn't run great you've got this weird pop in stuff that's going on like enemies uh spawning in and out in front of you like the amount of like wolves or polar bears that you just sort of see disappear in front of your eyes just yeah. things like that or just weird bugs like dropping resources on the ground and disappearing or even you know whether or not someone did take your pickaxe or just disappeared from the server um i got hit by something we got attacked by something at one stage and i couldn't see the thing that was attacking me it turned out it was down the bottom of like a cliff that someone else was fighting but i still got hit by it i was so confused about that anyway just like small niggly things that um there's just too many of them i feel like so i don't know we'll see uh, but it's definitely shaping up like the, the the things that we're saying we're like that we're praising them for now are things that should have been in that first weekend of like you need to have uh like rolling That's character progression so hard to fucking like talk to you about this yeah because i saw the fuller version of this game and it's still not there it still hasn't got all of that stuff yet yeah that's what makes this so fucking hard to talk about but it's also like i understand that but at the same time it makes them look like they don't know what they're doing when they're doing it this specific way of like hindering themselves and uh like there's just the all i all every time i log on to the beta weekend and i look at the dis the uh discussion on steam to see should i jump in and it's just a fucking trench fire of people complaining about it um about things they've done like too many animals in the game how am i supposed to play this by myself this is broke like it just i'm like oh i'm not going to jump in then this week uh because it just seems like they haven't learned their lessons and then they did roll out a patch pretty shortly after this last update to fix issues with uh spawns i guess or something again so that's that's what like you you're like you're full pessimistic whereas i'm full optimistic Right, we've switched sides on this somehow, or switched roles. Usually, I'm the pessimist, and you're the optimist. But 
like that's what i like what i don't get is is that like you're seeing the shit i'm seeing like how fucking fast they're rolling out some of these fucking fixes is mm. to me extremely impressive like but i'm seeing them being there those those yeah, things they're fixing like, shouldn't, well, they have shouldn't have been rolled out in the first well. place because i'm like this is such basic like surely someone noticed that this was fucked like why did it take it, all right? these people to be like yeah no nah, this then is fucked they're a small indie studio well then give me a job there i will qa test the fucking shit out of this game <laughs> and immediately tell you that it's not due for wait, release it ain't wait, ready i'll send them the already, podcast yeah just send them the podcast. Well, i think they already listened but that's fine i'm telling you it's not ready delay the game it's the best thing don't don't, or delay, don't delay it, it. Early access. Slap the early access early access. That's it. Done. Anyway, let's do some news. Let's do some news. Uh, There's a bunch here we've got going on. First one, some big stuff. Uh, Netflix has acquired their very first game development studio after announcing they're going into games. Uh, The developers of Oxenfree and After Party Night School Studio have been brought on board. Um, uh, Night School Studio is currently working on Oxenfree 2 which is weird i think it's weird um but anyway that that's a, a big move from netflix yeah, what's to see weird? the idea of oxen free 2 or netflix for me it's, I, so i i interviewed the uh sean crankle uh the creator of night School sean Studio. crankle sounds like a name you just made up on the spot i did make it up yes um <laughs> i interviewed him uh two years back in san francisco uh, talking about this is before After Party came out. I got a chance to play it, and um, and talking about Oxen Free, After Party, and also like the influences of uh, film and cinema. Um, and he, he he talked a bit about that and said that he sort of views the three games that they'll be developing as like the Cornetto trilogy, um, right. And so I kind of, I mean, maybe that does come at some stage, but I kind of assumed they were going to make a third game that was similar vein as those other two, but not quite. Not a sequel. Not yeah. Not Fuzz 2. Right. But maybe that's still to come or I don't know. Anyway, they got Oxen Free They too. drove a dump truck full of money to my house. I'm not made of stone. That's got to be yeah. it. They paid the cash. Mm. um yeah so i mean yeah. i i kind of see this as all right we're going to give you a bunch of money to publish your games and then after that maybe they're making netflix content <laughs> yeah which makes makes sense um so i'm sure this will be this is the first of many um yep. acquisitions i feel like that we'll see from netflix over yeah, the next couple so. of months yep for sure but no good on them it's awesome anyway yeah um next up we got some dead by daylight news game i still play a lot despite how angry it makes me um <laughs> these days uh they're adding why does it a- make you angry luke why does it make you angry oh this mmr update is a fucking nightmare again no they it's they've implemented it now it's like oh. it's in there right and uh um yeah, it's like playing an esport every single game. It's it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> like I am playing either SWF Survivor with Friends 
yep. or like four people that really know what the fuck they're doing every single match and yep. i am i'm playing like 110 percent trying not to lose hmm. um and uh yeah it's just like i like i can't play it casually anymore like yeah. i've always been fucking switched on like if i want to go have a couple of drinks one night and get loaded up on J- Jack Daniels and Coke and yep. go play Dead by Dead. I'll get my ass handed to me over and over again. Whereas Damn before it. I could do that and yeah. be like, yeah, I'll fuck around a little bit, you know? Uh, so anyway, but, it's, an, it's, yep. it's a nightmare right now. Um, they're adding a new survivor into the game next month. Uh, Michaela Reed, who is a witch... Uh, that will interact in new ways never be seen, never seen before in Dead by Daylight. Basically, right. they're introdu- introducing these boon totems, which gives players a an incentive to... Um, previously, you, there would be totems on the map for killers that they would make them hex totems. Uh, players could either uh, cleanse dull totems and get points or cleanse the hex totems get points but also potentially remove a buff to the killer um these boon totems are now buffs to survivors and so they're able to um interact with them and put a uh at least michaela is able to put like some sort of spell on these totems i can't believe that they're adding fucking survivor totems this like yeah that's wild yeah i mean it's just another i mean they're not adding them like the totems are already in the game but they're allowing you to to bless them right um so oh, is that what it is yeah so those totems oh. that are already spawning every match um she is now able to go and rather than cleanse them she can bless them or, or whoever's got those perks and so there's a couple of interesting ones on there that she's got um one of them is called circle of healing it basically allows any survivor within the range of the totem to gain 100% healing speed bonus and can also heal themselves without a med kit. Uh, Damn. And um, you can only bless one totem at a time, so it's not like you could run around and do the entire map full of healing. Um, mm. I mean, you could, maybe, if you've got multiple Four. people running the same Four thing. Mechanics. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to assume <laughs> that you can, but you can yeah. still only bless one at a time. Uh, the other one is called Shadow Step, and it's allows you to uh create a a boon totem any survivors within the range of that one will have their scratch marks and auras hidden to the killer and it lasts four seconds after you leave the radius jesus christ yeah um that's that's interesting it's a good one (laughs) but you gotta also remember that uh much like the survivors the killer can now cleanse totems as well oh okay so I'm gonna assume it's I haven't if seen you, it in action but I'm gonna assume it's pretty quick as a killer if you bless a totem mm-hmm. does that uh, cleanse it as well I don't know yeah like so you, one, you, can you can you bless a hex totem yeah exactly is that what you're saying yeah. I'm not sure I feel like that, should... that'd be interesting That'd be pretty interesting because you could bless the hex totem and then force the killer to either cleanse it or like, I think it should just it override and, it and leave the blessing. Oh, right. So you, you think it should act as both? 
like yeah, cleanse just, and add the it. effect. Yeah, there's no point leaving a, a hex totem up on a killer unless it's exposed. Like unless it's the one of the ones that makes it um, exposed is basically like if you cleanse it, you get exposed and you can get downed on one hit. There's a couple yeah. of well, there's 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 a hex totem that's like that, but otherwise you want to cleanse them most of the time. Yeah. Um, but again, I haven't seen this in action. I'm just reading stuff because it went on the PTB today, so I haven't watched any of this stuff. Uh, the other perk she's got is called Clairvoyance, uh, and it basically means that after you cleanse a totem, so this is not booning it, this is just normal cleanse of a totem, mm-hmm. um, she's able to hold the ability, ability button down, which unlocks her full aura reading potential. And for up to 10 seconds, you can see the auras of the exit gates, generators, hooks, and chests within 64 meters so it's just a um you know there's there's a couple of there's one other perk that works similar to that but it's when you complete a gen you can see the things around you this is more like a a, an another way of doing that sort of stuff so um you know i mean it's an interesting way like these three perks Mm. of like changing the gameplay like there's more they're giving you more to do in the game that isn't yep. just clearing generators like all that sort of stuff so i think it's a really cool addition so far we'll see how it sort of pans out but seems seems cool yeah yeah um the other thing they're looking at doing is this is a i, I quickly went through the update um they they're making a lot of changes to like uh killers and survivor perks and good like balance changes um i, I don't know if they're good I balance changes one... but they're, they're doing a good list of balance changes there's things in there it, i'm like was sorry? it a joke one where the pig now has a perk where or, or is it an add-on maybe where everyone starts with a fucking reverse bear trap on their head oh really i thought i saw <laughs> that but i couldn't yeah. tell if it was a meme or not if they were just fucking joking um, about maybe but yeah that'd be pretty crazy um possibly i mean mm, yeah i can't see it here oh i mean there's a bunch of stuff that's been reworked so maybe i have no idea right. um but they've, they've they've pretty much just gone through all the ones they're changing is that hey here's what we're thinking here's why we're changing this stuff and um you know we'll see how it sort of balances out but there's some there's some nerfs coming to some of the stronger killers like spirit who's been overpowered for a while um like she's getting a bit of a nerf slash buff to survivors making more skillful to use as a um as a killer um Destling is getting a slight nerf i'd call it yeah it's a nerf um for, for certain situations so like they're they're fixing people they're hitting others with the the debuff and we'll see what happens going forward but you know i'm interested to keep playing i mean we'll we'll see how long this i've been playing like a month on this mmr thing and it's it's yeah <laughs> we'll see if they tinker with that a little bit it's just like a yeah. a weird addition to the game that i don't think works very well in a game that i don't think is a fucking esport so yeah um we'll see all right, there you go. Cool new update for Dead by Daylight coming next month, which you can play now on the PTB if you want to install it. 
Uh, next up, we got Battlefield 2042 has a beta starting October 6th in Australia, which is next week. Uh, yeah, it does. And uh, fuck yeah. How exciting. How exciting. That's like next Wednesday, isn't it? Mm. So fucking what we'll have to work out what time it starts so we can get this stupid podcast out of the way and just play it Mm -hmm. smart smart um that's that's the genius part um but yeah no i'm excited uh the fucking have you seen the fucking minimum requirements no uh they're they're not low um open beta begins at 6 p.m on the 6th sorry closed beta begins at 6 p.m on the 6th um, so min specs a Ryzen 5 3600 or a T50 uh, 1050 Ti uh, and a T and 1050 Ti uh, or higher, a mm-hmm. gig of RAM um, and 100 gigs of storage. Uh, recommended is a 2700X, so an overclocked 2700 or an i7 4790 uh, and a 3060 or higher with 16 gig of RAM, 8 gig of uh, VRAM and 100 gigs of space. It is going to be a beast. It's going to be rough. Uh, I think you'll be fine. You've got a 2080, right? Yep. So I think you'll be fine. Uh, but holy fuck. It's going to be... Yeah, a slogger of a game. Yeah, my three-year-old graphics card is going to struggle. Yes, but uh, <laughs> on the other hand, um, who can find another graphics card at this point? Yeah, no one. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Fun times. Uh, oh, we'll jump in that next week. All right, next up, oh, we yeah. got Fortnite has been blacklisted from the Apple App Store for potentially up to five years. This comes from a tweet from uh, Tim Sweeney. Um, after a judge concluded that Apple must allow external payment systems for apps available in the App Store. Um, yeah. So this is the ongoing Apple versus Epic uh, saga uh, that spanned out of the Fortnite stuff um apple lost some stuff epic lost a bunch of stuff a bit more stuff uh but one of the big things that came out of this was that that uh the judge said that in the meantime apple you got to allow some sort of payment system in your app store that doesn't include apple pay apple pay like where apple takes a 30 percent cut of everything um and so Apple turned around and said, yeah, cool. All right, we'll do that. Fortnite's blacklisted from our store. <laughs> Fucking, it's such a tit for tat little yeah. thing that's going on here, like right? Pettiness, oh right? Like they're just being petty as as much as possible, mm. which is just, I mean, yeah, I guess go on, but have some self-respect. You guys are billion dollar companies. Come on like yeah shit yeah i guess epic has taken the um the big punch for all the smaller uh yeah studios that now are able to put in other payment systems in their 
Although I guess what Apple is trying to say is we could ban, if you do this, we could ban you too, you know? Hmm. But like, they, yeah. The, the weird thing is why is it video games? Like I've talked about yeah, this before. I've got, I had so many apps in the US that you could just put your credit card in or, hmm. you know, I'd buy groceries or, or go buy a cinema ticket using an app on my phone. But immediately when it comes to video games, they want to charge you for in-game purchases. Yeah, exactly. 30%. Like it's you've so got to weird. use the app store. Yep. That's oh, yeah. weird. Um, anyway, that's what came out of that. And that's the news. Cool. There you go. Good news. We got any questions for we this week? question. Oh, Interesting. Uh, Dr. E3 Money writes, are beta weekends the best way to play Icarus? Are beta weekends the best way to play Icarus? Obviously, I haven't seen the full game, but I have had a blast over the three weekends so far. From what I, what I do know of their plans for the games, it seems to, com- seems to comprise these limited play sessions, the idea of these prospects, a limited time frame event with a given mission and one would assume a given reward. It seems to me to be the real core of the game. And these beta weekends are maybe a bigger window into the heart of Icarus than is apparent at first glance. Glance? Glance? Whatever. Uh, I'm a sucker for a survival game. I like the building and crafting and the risk-reward calculations that they present, and especially the drama they produce. See Exhibit 1, Job's and my perilous journey to, to find the snow and set up a new base near it. I'm sure it was previously discussed on this episode. But I think what has really gotten me into these beta weekends is the very limited nature of the beta period. This is Apple-esque marketing. This is the video card industry right now. This is restricted supply equals high demand and increased value. This is really the heart of what Icarus is, right? I'm sure there will be a mode you can play long-term and ongoing. There is. where the base builders can go craft and build and harvest the whole world to make epic castles. But it's this idea of the limited time prospects that's got me jazzed. The idea of being able to say to mates who maybe aren't as crazy about spending days digging a trench for a boat in Valheim as I am. Dudes, this weekend we've got a limited time to go to a new zone or get this new material or learn a new skill or get new cosmetics. It's only available in this window. The lure of this limited content as a draw to get the crew together for an epic session from time to time seems awesome. Also, it doesn't seem punitive like it's hidden behind season passes and paid DLC. I'm sure there is room for the, uh, that, but this seems like such a better way to go about it. Where the fuck is the question mark? Uh, this is really what the heart of Icarus is, right? Are beta weekends the best? All right, well, all right if we address the questions... Uh, that have the sentences have question marks on the end. Are beta weekends the best way to play Icarus? Probably not. I don't think so. But I think the broader point that he's making is probably pretty similar to the one I was making. I think he might be more eloquent in making the same point that I was trying to make at the end of our discussion on Icarus. Like this idea that like that is what they're trying to do with Icarus, right? Like... They're trying to have those contained sessions be what drags you in. Mm -hmm. And the idea that, you know, you don't need to worry about playing uh, all the time. It's not like like Rust where you're going to be on 24-7. 
you can sort of just dip in for a weekend and dip out. Mm. I think, yeah, that's a real like it's a really good point. Um, I guess the thing is like if you do dip in right for one of these things and you don't know if you're going to be back again do you mm. risk getting on the, the ship and, and leaving and then yeah. being like oh, well i can't join my friends again because i've already left or do you not True. go in and you can't get back in and so you lose all that progress anyway there's like a really fine balance there yeah that is a that is a good point they're gonna have to address that somehow because life happens right you like things happen and you know, you don't want to lose all that shit. What if, what if there was a fucking earthquake or something? And suddenly you've lost power for a couple of days and your your prospect is only two days long. Obviously, it would be at the very bottom of your list of concerns, but it'd be a real fucking kick in the fucking teeth to come back to Icarus and find out you lost everything. that character. Yeah. yeah. Is there like, like, does there need to be like a 50%? yeah retention or yeah that like what yeah, is the mark? point yeah there has to be something right it's a really good point uh yeah i hadn't even thought about that but mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure i'll have to address it at some point yep. yeah yeah all right cool there you go what's the questions good question i guess that he uh, answered himself <laughs> yep yeah yeah all right there you go uh anything you want to plug for this week going forward um no did i uh did i say that people should watch uh gravity falls last week because it's pretty cool i've been enjoying it quite a bit uh getting really into it it's it's like a bit of a kid's show but uh it's got some good mysteries in it which are pretty rad and uh, I guess the other thing would be uh, Free Guy. Mm. Uh, I really enjoyed Free Guy. Um, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, you know, not the fucking best thing I've ever seen or whatever the fuck, but uh, like really respected the concept of the video game uh, <laughs> as a as a basic foundation for a storytelling device. And um, as a result, I thought it did really well. I mean, it it's one of those ones where as someone familiar with the, the media, uh, mm-hmm. the medium, um, there were loads of things where I was like, that's not how that works. But on the other hand, there were loads of things that I noticed that I thought they did really well without really calling a lot of attention to it. Like, um, dude, right. How deliberately uncanny Valley. Have you watched it? Not yet. No. My bad. Well, there is a character in it who's like over the top Uncanny Valley on purpose. And I think they did a really good job with it. Anyway, definitely check it out. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. What do you got, Luke? Cool. I think that's um, I think that's available on Disney Plus starting today sometime. Um, so. And Gravity Falls is on I think Disney it's Plus today. Time. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It says Wednesday, 29th. Um, it's not on there yet, though. I don't have anything to add. I haven't really watched, or I don't have anything to plug. You've been moving house, haven't you? Yeah, moved house. So, been busy doing all that stuff. I would have offered to help, but you know, lockdown, ah, transfer. It didn't take us that long. It took us like four hours to move everything. I think. 
That's not bad. Ourselves, yeah. We, I mean, we don't have anything, so. <laughs> easy peasy. There's easy that as well. Um, <laughs> we have to rebuy a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, like literally everything pretty much in this room, like that isn't my computer. Desk and chair and. What's floor. on your left there? What? Oh, that a is a, it's a wardrobe. Oh. A wardrobe? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it made of cardboard? It's wood. It's a built-in wardrobe. Oh, not a built-in. It's just it's a looks fucking like wardrobe. I don't know. It's all right, all right. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. <sighs> so anyway, um, that is it. That's the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from, Under the Gap, the GA Podcast. If you have a moment, please rate, add, and review the show. helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can also find us on Discord, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, uh, talk about all sorts of things going on in the world, play some video games, yep. do that next week, do that this weekend. Uh, Halo is going on next week, obviously, for some Battlefield. Um, they're probably the two big main ones that we'll be uh, playing a bit of over there, so you can check that one out. Uh, you yep. can also go to our social media page, facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast. You can also go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube, and our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all those things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show if you want to check them out. Um, or maybe you just want to read some things that are on there. Features. Yep. Yep. Watch some. We'll have another one going up next week. Yep. Um, and uh, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Thank you to everyone that does that every month. We appreciate your support. We do. Uh, get the, the podcast a little so bit much. early when you do yeah. it on one of the tiers mm. or two of the tiers. Um, so oh, yeah. the, there you go. And that is it for this week. We got... Um, some big stuff next week. Stuff mm. we can't talk about. Mm. Um, Battlefield is out next uh, Wednesday. Open beta. Mm. Yeah. Um, we record on a Wednesday. We record on. We will record early on the Wednesday. I think. Yep. We'll see. Um, there's some other things coming out next week. Uh, Far Cry is out next week. Um, we mm. might talk about that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what oh, happens. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, potentially a lot of things going on. So it should be a good show. Uh, Excellent. There you go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll Thanks. be back next week. Love you. Bye. See you later. I stole your pickaxe, Joe. What the fuck? You did. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Fucking knew it.